Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. These creatures look like some weird mix between bats and mosquitoes. They've got four legs ending in sharp claws and a long pointed proboscis, ovipositor mouth. Half a dozen of them swarm down on you. One of them's clinging onto your arm, another one's on one of your legs. Aslo draws his sword, holds it up above his head, and says, Thunder! 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 Tokus goes flying back. The flying creatures also get blasted back and then splat to the ground. I'm going to pop off a vial. It comes flying down in a little ball of fire. Let's get back on the dusty trail. You do reach the river. You can see a few other fires. Should we start to consider suiting up? Yeah, we'll get all disguised up. Paint me up, boys. There's no bad that can come of looking more like an orc. Dressed up in your goblin finery fit to fool the keenest orcish eyes, you set off on your trek to Iron Fang. As you come over the hill, you look down, the camp comes into view, and you can count dozens of tents. <laughs> Don't stop. Just keep going. Uh, just ignore me right now. <laughs> that visual is just <laughs> popping back into his head. Uh, yeah. Just... Just keep going. <laughs> start, start from the top. Sorry. Just don't stop talking just because I'm laughing. So as you crest the hill and the camp comes into view, you look down and count dozens of tents of varying sizes. Most are set up in an orderly pattern with orcs walking to and fro, sitting around dying bonfires or standing guard around the perimeter. One section of the camp has notably smaller and more haphazard tents where you can make out a few goblins running around, careful to avoid getting unnecessarily close to the orcs. And you can tell that grass in the area has been pounded down by the passage of many feet, and within the camp itself, it looks like there's a little bit dirt and mud. I start counting. One, <laughs> two... Uh, oh wait, that one moved. Gotta start over. Camp is probably about half a mile away from you right now, and it extends to close to a mile away. All right. I count all the orcs within a ten foot by ten foot square area, and then I extrapolate... <laughs> uh, based on the approximate size of the camp. Well, so I think there's... instantly knows all the numbers <laughs> of the orcs. I think there's probably about 4,786 orcs, along with 2,017 goblins, and then five trolls. <laughs> They're just, the rest of the trolls haven't shown up yet. All right, cool. Let's go home. Well done. Good good mission, guys. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's um, like... I drop down onto my belly and pretend like we're hiding, even though we're really far away. And um, look we out. We should hide behind the hill, though, yeah. Yeah, I'll cut my uh, hands over my eyes to block out the sun and say, Guys, we should wait until nightfall, and then Aslo, you should turn invisible and sneak into the camp and try to hear people saying stuff. Yes, that's an excellent idea. I think I'll do exactly that. Hmm. How do goblins smell, Aslo? Through their, probably through their nose, I would imagine. Yeah, I would guess <laughs> using their olfactory senses. <laughs> no, 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 I mean to us. I mean to them. Like, how do they smell to each other? Oh, <laughs> I, I <laughs> truly didn't know what you meant. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably like dirt and, and farts and uh, meat. Mm-hmm. Rotten meat. Okay, you were in a goblin hideout. Den, that's right. We have uh, faced goblins yeah, before. we know just how they smell. So they smell like filth and refuse for the most part. 
Yeah. Okay. Maybe something to think about, because the more you smell like them, the closer you could get, I imagine. Mm. Can we get a sense of, like, how keen their sense of smell is? Is it like an animal that they could just, like, and turn and, and know that we're, you know, five feet away? Or can I make, like, a, a nature check or something? Mm, that's a good idea. Do that as well. Yeah, I guess. Um, nature? I got a 12. Ooh. I got a 5. 17. Sweet. You think they probably have somewhat keen sense of smell, but not necessarily, maybe not like a dog or anything. But they also, you also know that they don't seem to care about bad smells, so perhaps it's not that strong after all. Hmm. So, But yeah, you'd think they could probably smell at least as well as human, if not better. Okay. okay. So then the thing to do would be I will hunt something up for dinner, and then you, as though you can bathe in its blood to mm. get that filth scent going. Okay. Uh, why don't let's do the hunting for dinner part, and then I will at least like eat the meat, and <laughs> hope that that's good enough. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a really half-hearted attempt to. I mean, you you, you have to be a, like a method actor here, as well. You have to really go into your character, and mm. I feel like you're just not you're just not there yet. You need to push yourself a little further. Okay. What's your motivation for this role? Yeah, what are you what are you trying to get? <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. I think I think my name is Grognar, the uh mm-hmm. the the goblin. And um mm. you know, my parents were uh, not very loving as a young goblin boy, and so now I'm just a, a lonely goblin seeking, you know, he just he's just seeking acceptance in this life. Okay. That's good. And, uh, I like that. He the way that he gets acceptance in goblin communities is yeah, like rolling around in meat and stuff so right by by smelling the way that he's supposed to exactly so that people will want to be around him okay so yeah i think that makes sense okay um i am zug zug the troll okay uh that's a warcraft 2 reference for those who are unfamiliar <laughs> i'm zug zug and um i am just really a really great uh beheader of other things that are not trolls that have heads. Yep. So I just like grab something and just pop its head off like a little, like a cork right there. And that's kind of what I do. That's just my thing. I just grab stuff and take their heads off. Like <laughs> dandelions <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm real, and real brutal and deadly. Those little like uh, wax candy bottles with the juice yep. inside. You just pop the heads off yep, those I can. Yeah. Pez dispensers. Oh man. I pop the head right off a Pez dispenser. Don't even get me started. Zits, even anything that has a head, I can pop. <laughs> I can <laughs> pop it off. <laughs> do me next. Do me next. Do I get to be? Do I get to be uh, something? Tokus, what about you? All right, yeah. How about you, Tokus? What's your, who's your character? <laughs> All right, mine is going to be Flugnard, which has he has a really unfortunate name. Okay. Uh, I was always kicked around and treated like, um, you know, uh, Q-tips. Yeah, like I was always like a Q-tip for the trolls. So people would I was stick the you perfect, in their ears. I was the perfect size, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can tell by how green my hair is oh, and yellow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, fl- flugnard. Flugnard. Okay, and yeah. also because you got kicked in the nards a lot, you're flugnard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was I was highly abused, <laughs> but um, I, it, it's getting better. Okay, good, good, good. So you're yeah. finding your place as well. All yeah. right. Put, put, putting away for my retirement. Okay, so we're, all, we're just a bunch of greenskins looking for love and acceptance in this world. <laughs> Perfect. Now let's hide out behind this hilltop, 
wait till nighttime, like you said, and then we'll... Uh... And never actually use any of those names in conversation, because <laughs> we don't speak the language. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. But I like that we all make character names. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Yeah, let's, let's hide out. And we wait for night to fall. Okay, well, as you're waiting there, since it's still just morning, it's going to be a long wait, you're looking around, kind of keeping your eye on the situation, and you see that group that you spotted earlier down by the river are now traveling up towards the camp. They're probably going to pass a little bit closer than they were before, like a quarter mile away from you. So the river is running north-south. We're on the west side of it? Yeah. They were south of you when you saw them, and then you went around to the west a ways, and now they're coming back southwest from where they were to get back to the camp. Okay, so we kind of looped around a little bit. We made like an L shape, and now they're going diagonally across, sort of. Yeah. All right, we'll just skirt the edge of the camp in the opposite direction. So you pick up and just try to sneak off to the side before they get too close? Mm Mm-hmm. How far around the camp are you going to go? Just far enough to keep our distance from them until they get to the camp. Yeah, keep about a half mile in between us. So you end up circling around. You're probably on, like, the northwest edge of the camp now. From this position, you can see a pretty clear trail leading to the south of the camp. So it looks like big dirt trail... Either they came from there or head there, you don't know. And you continue to sit and wait. We play a quick game of cribbage while we wait. We play fantasy chess. Which is like chess, but with, you know, like cool dragons and stuff, instead of regular <laughs> uh, regular kings and queens. So as the evening approaches, you see the campfires being lit up. Just before it gets really dark, you spot a group of lights moving along that trail towards the camp from the south. Probably not more than a few torches. Okay. Mm. Uh, all right, Aslo, I guess it's time for you to do your thing. Okay. Are we still half a mile from the camp? Well, yeah, if you're trying to keep your distance from everything, then you're about half a mile. All right. Okay. How long does it take to travel half a mile by walking? If you walk I think an it, average pace is like five three, minutes. Three to five miles an hour, something like that. Okay. So. Yeah, so five minutes at a brisk walk. Yeah. All right, Aslo, so give yourself uh, 10 or 15 minutes travel time, and then use the rest to sneakity sneak. Okay, and I'm assuming that we did the plan of you hunting dinner for us, and then we eat, and then I rub some of it on my clothes? Yep, if you want to. Yeah, I think I think you inspired me with the method acting talk, so... Okay, great, great. So I'll do that. Glad, glad to hear it. We can always get you new clothes after we finish this mission. That's true. Okay, I will cast Invisibility and say, Wish me luck, boys, and then I will make off toward the camp. So you approach the camp all by your lonesome? Yeah, is there a, a, any terrain feature that Tokus and I can kind of, like, get maybe a little closer than we are now and post up behind, or can we just army crawl through the grass since it's dark now? Just so that we're a little closer in case anything happens... The grass is tall enough that you could probably crawl through it without being spotted in the dark. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's the camp itself is set on a little bit of a hill, and you're just on another hill nearby, so you just kind of go down and then back up oh, towards it. Okay. All right, is that okay with you, Togus, that so we get a little, just a little closer? I mean, maybe we should rub ourselves. I, I guess we're not going to get close enough to be in smell range Yeah, couldn't hurt. Uh, we, we could. We could. 
it's 50 feet for them to tell, like, if they did spot us, whether or not our disguises are decent. Something like that. Yeah. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Let's do it. We should have Stipey roll around, too, shouldn't we? Yes, you should. <laughs> So we we all have a ball rolling around in the meat. Like we can have like, oh, we could have like a meat fight. So we uh, we squish the meat into like snowballs and we start throwing it at each other. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, so in the end, you all smell like blood, pretty yeah, much. Blood. You don't downplay the meat fight. Blood and and ratty wild animal. It's it's a good time. It's a good time. Like, Shaba, you do that thing where, like, that mean kid shoves the snowball into your, your snowsuit. Into the back of your mm-hmm. snowsuit, yeah. Like, so you do that to Aslo. Or me. I just shove a scrap of meat down your shirt, yeah. Ooh! Oh! Slimy! Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> then we move up. Ooh. So how close are you going to get, then, if you're just in the grass? Uh, we'll close half the distance, so we'll stay a quarter mile away. Yeah, at a quarter mile, that's about where it starts rising up onto their hill, and here's where the grass starts being kind of trampled down. Okay. So it looks like they come out here every once in a while, at least for a quick smoke. Yeah. Rounds on their guards and everything. Okay. So we'll give our we'll stay in the tall grasses and give ourselves some space there. And then as the adventure is on, you pull into camp probably about the same time that those lights were coming from the south, if you want to do that. Okay. Yeah, sure. As long as I'm not, like, in the way... You know, not on the path. No. You're at almost the opposite side of the camp. The camp isn't really all that big, nor as densely populated as you might fear from what you'd heard. Somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred orcs, you would guess. Hmm. And not quite that many goblins. Uh, You also see, kind of halfway into the camp, there's a pen, and inside the pen are 20 or so large wolf-like creatures. Mm. You see occasional orcs will pass by throwing in scraps of meat or bones. Or people. Which these creatures just (laughs) immediately pounce on and fight over as they devour them. Okay. I will try a nature check to see if I can identify the wolf-like creatures as you've described them. Okay. Uh, That would be a 14. Okay, these are dire wolves. Okay. Just particularly large and strong and (laughs) kind of slightly mutated variant of wolf. Yeah, sounds about right for orcs. Seems like good mounts for them. You also spot, still tied up to a wagon nearby, there are a couple of giant boars. Mm. Look a lot like the ones that were dead, killed by possibly the Sturges before, except Uh, much bigger. Giant boars, not boats. Thank you, autocorrect. Um, Okay, now, so I'd like to hang around the edge of camp, maybe go in to the, the tented area a little bit if I have to, but I just kind of want to try to um, eavesdrop on some conversations and see if I can hear what they're talking about. Okay, give me a stealth check for how quietly you can move around. Stealth, that would be a 19. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was one that I doubled my proficiency bonus on when I mm. leveled up, so that helps. <laughs> So you kind of hang around to the edge of camp without exploring the inside too much. Orcs will pass by from one tent to another every once in a while. You see some sitting around eating some kind of meat around the fire. Man flesh. (laughs) (laughs) They don't say that? Oh, man. Okay. Between every bite, they just say that. (laughs) They just keep saying it over and over again. (laughs) So you sit there listening, trying to get close enough to hear something interesting. Eventually, you get close, kind of behind, hiding behind one of the tents, listening to a group talking around the fire. 
They're going back and forth, giving their rude jabs to each other and laughing at each other's expenses. You hear one of them saying, Bridge is finally getting close to finished. Should just be a couple more days now. Another one comments, Finally, how much longer are we going to have to wait around this area? Third one comes up, Even once the bridge is done, we're still going to be sticking around. We have to wait for everyone else, don't we? Oh, I don't want to wait for that group to come. I want to see some action. And I hear Captain Grucklick thinks the same. In fact, I've heard he might even tell us to advance on our own if that other group doesn't come soon enough. He's just tired of waiting around, and so am I. Then that first one again. If we wanted to cross right now, we could get our group, but we need to build that bridge for the army. After that, they kind of devolve into talking about other unrelated things. I stand up and say, excuse me, sirs. I was wondering if you could uh, elaborate a bit more on that. <laughs> Uh, bridge discussion. Um, okay. I will um, take some mental notes and then sneak away and see if I can find another group to listen in on. It looks like there aren't that many right around the edge of camp. There's a few guards posted at the edges, but no one's really talking. You'd probably have to go either farther around the outside or else into the camp in order to hear a different group. Okay. Here's another question for you. Do cantrips really count as spells? Yes. When you really think about it? Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I just thought I'd ask. Okay, so it's just guards sort of posted around the perimeter and then um, people further in the camp, you said? Yeah. There are others farther in, and then there's that one group that you could listen to at the edge. Okay. So if I wanted to circle around to the far side of the camp where the people were coming in on the trail, uh, how long do you think that would take me? If you're trying to move stealthily through the whole area, that would probably be, let's see, circumference of a circle. <laughs> Carry <Yeah>. the one. <laughs> I mean, it might take you like 10 minutes to sneak there, less if okay. you wanted to go out and swing around faster. I am curious about what that group is up to, so I think I'll do that. I will not go any further into the camp. I'll just, you know, pop right back out and just kind of go at a normal pace well around the outside, you know, keeping an eye out for any guards or whatever, and then go around to where the road was and see if I can see what that group was doing. So, yeah, you reach the south road, and you can see uh, probably about three dozen or so orcs here. Actually, probably more than that. There's a group of three dozen or so gathered around a large wagon train, hmm. and it seems like they're unloading supplies, and other orcs are kind of coming in and out of the area carrying more things back and forth. Do you want to get close enough to hear? Uh, yes, I would, please. Uh, roll another stealth check. <clears throat> I thought you might say that. Uh, that would be the same, actually, 19 again. Nice. <laughs> so you get close enough near the wagons, and you hear a couple of what look like the orcs that are in charge talking back and forth. Uh, you would guess that one of them came in with the wagon and the other one's probably from the camp. Okay. They're kind of dressed a little bit differently from the way they're talking, you'd think that. So the one that just, that looks like he's part of the caravan is saying, well, this should last you through the, at least the end of next week, right? <laughs> yeah, but one week, that's just, that's really pushing it. We were running low on supplies before you arrived. Well, you don't need to worry about it. We've got good, strong supply lines. And besides, only one more caravan will have to come in before we all set out. Big group's coming soon, so don't worry about it. Mm. You do have that bridge ready, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's coming along nicely. It'll be ready when everyone gets here. 
I'll be sure to tell those back at the base the good news. By the way, the secret passcode to the vault inside the middle of the camp is <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> um, Don't tell anyone. <laughs> the one it's got the all camp. our best treasures in it. <laughs> the one from the camp. Including says. my grandmother's wedding ring. <laughs> Don't let anyone know. <laughs> He's going to keep going, Faye. Just You might as well wait. <laughs> it's because you're still laughing. <laughs> so the one from the camp says, uh, once the main army gets here, those pink fools up north don't stand a chance. The river and roads are as good as ours. Sweet cripes. I mutter under my breath. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Yeah, then the caravan one says, Of course they don't stand a chance. We've got them right where we want them. There's no way they're getting out of it this time. Wow. All right, so what exactly did you bring in on here? And then they start listing some of the supplies. Okay. Which is like food and weapons and armor and arrows and so on. bolts and stuff mm. alright I think I've, uh, I've seen everything I need to see here or heard um, so I will go ahead and do the same thing I'll dart away from the camp a little bit make my way back around and then go back over to the boys nice make one more stealth check as you withdraw clumsily trip over a rock <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a 15 uh, you start backing away, and one of the orc guards by the caravan perks up his head and looks around. He scans <laughs> the area where you're, squints his eyes. I stand perfectly still. <laughs> hey, you two over here. And he starts walking towards you. He pulls out his weapon. Uh, what is, uh, what's nearby? Are there any tents I can duck behind? The closest tent is about 50 feet to your right as you're leaving them. Okay. The rest of it is just trampled grass and dirt. Uh, in that case, I think I will just keep backing away from him. You got three orcs kind of approaching, looking around the area. After 30 seconds or so, the one who first noticed you says, ah, could have sworn I heard something in the grass. <laughs> another one says, that was probably just some rat. <laughs> Even rat meat might be good enough, but I guess we'll go back to doing what we're actually supposed to be doing. And then they head back and keep watching the caravan. Ah, then I'll go whew, and wipe sweat from my forehead and give one of those loud goo. And then I'll run back around the side of the camp. So at this point, you've probably got 15 to 20 minutes left on your invisibility. All right. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and run back over to where the other guys are. And I'll moon them before you leave, of course. <laughs> uh, I will just r run up to... But whichever way the two of them are facing, I'll run up behind them and just sit there for a second. And then when they least expect it, I'll go. Boom. I make a, per a oh. passive perception check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stealth. Oh, yeah. I have to stealth against them. Yeah. My passive perception is a 14. Yeah, I have a 10. I rolled exactly a 14. Oh, dang. <laughs> Who wins on a tie or stealth? Uh, uh, tie goes to the runner. Usually. And Asla's been running, so I'd say it's him. <laughs> well, he's invisible too, so that gives him something. Okay, yeah, you sneak up behind them and surprise them. Sweet. 
Who, who was that? Oh, huh. oh, I take out my, I take out my sword. Uh, it's just Aslo. He's messing oh, with us. Are you are you uninvisible? Because I was about to take out my sword and just start swinging it wildly around me. Uh, I wasn't actually, but as soon as you take Wait, out your Shava, sword, Shava, stop! And I try to stop you from slicing <laughs> Aslo, and you you stab me instead, <laughs> like right through the heart. <laughs> oh, this has gone horribly wrong. No, what have no, I done? Tokens. No. Oh. So. That's not actually what happens, is it? Oh, up here. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 hold on. It's just, it's just, just uh, me. Oh, you, why, how could you, you, why do you gotta scare us like that, Aslo? <laughs> We're on the edge of our seats here. Yeah, that's the whole point. I had to take, uh, take advantage of a good opportunity. <laughs> so what'd you figure out, Aslo? Like, what's, what's the, what's the scoop? Uh, there's, there's good news and bad news. The good news is there's only about a hundred orcs here i'd say maybe 50 goblins so as you know as far as armies go it's not all that big uh the bad news is well there's multiple bad newses the first bad news is that they're building a bridge uh, i'm guessing over the river behind us here and once it's completed they're going to cross that bridge but the badder news is that they have more people coming it sounds like at least one caravan one uh, big group of orcs, so probably like the rest of the army. And they didn't say how big that group was. Did any of you guys see a bridge along the river when we crossed over? Not that I remember. I remember a pile of sticks. With I'm just kidding, I'll let Thane do this. <laughs> you didn't spot a bridge, but you also kind of went away from the river quite a while before you got to the camp. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's what they were working on when uh, that, that first group we saw down the mm. river. I imagine we would have seen the construction of a bridge, though, right? Yeah, we would have seen. Well, who's making the bridge? That's the real question. Yeah, it, you don't think that that group was working on the bridge, because yeah. okay. at least if it was nearly done, then there, you would have seen something there. Is it an orcish bridge? Or we, which way is the bridge going? Is it, I'm assuming it's an orcish bridge, right? I mean, it's got to be. It's from our side to the other like the orcs are building it so they can bring the army over. Invade. Yeah. yeah. We have to destroy that bridge. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Roll for initiative. The Damage Guild podcast. Hey there, Damage Guild listeners. So this is Sean, if you haven't figured out whose voice is who yet i i read the other day on uh on our discord that we had some folks that were still trying to figure out whose voice is who especially jay and brian they have such similar voices uh for some people that i mean for me it was easy because i know them but speaking of discord it's a really cool place to to talk to us to message us uh, we got a nice little community on there but uh, uh reach out to us message us you can also email us uh guild at the damage guild.com we love to hear from you guys. We love getting fan mail. We really do. <laughs> Jay likes to uh, post them and we, we, we read everything. And, and it's really been inspiring uh, reading some of that stuff. I think the Discord is a good place to do that. We moderate it. It's clean. Uh, uh, it looks like the, the conversation is, is constructive. It's flowing. People are talking about their own D&D campaigns in there, uh, their own things that they're doing in life. We even have a section where you can post your own stuff. Like if you want, if you're, if you're like entrepreneurial or whatever, you have your own business or whatnot. We had a guy who's a drummer post about his band. That's cool. 
you know, if you want to use us as a little clubhouse to network, that's fine. You know, we're, we're fine facilitating that. Hope you guys have realized that we don't plan to attach any strings to the project. We like that you guys listen. That's good enough for us. We get some joy out of knowing that there's, you know, other humans on the planet that are passionate, just like we are about uh, uh, gaming and storytelling. We'd love to continue to be uh, something that you can look forward to and, and listen and, 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 and recharge and, and get ready to face uh, the work week ahead. That's really all I got to say to you guys. Really, the only thing that we, we hope that you do for us is tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your family about the show. If it's done something good for you, positive for you, it's been entertaining, any of the above. And uh, that's good enough for us. If you want to give further, we have ways to do it. They're not hard to find. You can find it on the website. Uh, I'd rather not belabor uh, the ways you could support us. Uh, you know, Player FM, reach out to us. We love hearing stuff from you guys, what you're going through. And, and looking forward to more weeks with you guys, getting to do what we do here on the, the Damage Guild podcast. All right, Sean signing off. Enjoy the rest of the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Sub, sub, side quest? No, this is the main <laughs> quest. It's really easy, Shaba, and I cock my, uh... Phylopult. Phylopult. <laughs> well, I hope you're right. Yeah, we just gotta find it. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. The quest was to find out information about the armies. Didn't the king say we, like, specifically not to get involved? In no, he did not say that. He said, of course, I understand that you can't take on an entire army by yourselves, but if there's anything you can do, then of course it mm. would be appreciated. So maybe we hang out here, we f try to figure out how big the full army is, and then we go, because, I mean, we definitely can't take on the main force. There's no question, right? But maybe a bunch of workers on a bridge we would have a chance at if we, if mm. we took them by surprise. That's true. Did you tell us everything, Aslo? Or did with, Aslo withhold information? No, I mean, um, that was pretty much it. There was one group that was talking about possibly advancing before the rest of the group got there. They also didn't give any specifics on time. Um, the one, you know, the current group here was just kind of describing that they were getting close to finishing the bridge. They didn't say when they would be done and they didn't say when the caravan would be arriving. One of them said a couple of days. He did. Okay. I thought it was days. something like that. Okay. So yeah, we just have a, uh, a couple of days time here to work with. All right. Well, the night is young. Perhaps we could uh, go down by the river and investigate. Yeah. Um, also, do we know whether Waspel employs any sort of, uh, I don't know, say... Wasps? Uh, yeah, like like the the wasps, they call themselves. They're like riding... Oh, the militia? Yeah, like riding lancers, militia? like a like a Riders of Rohan type outfit, where they just mm. sort of like roam around the countryside. Oh, the stingers and, are the, yeah, the, the lances. lances. Yeah. That's mm. cool. The, wasp, okay. the Waspel wasps, and they have like the yellow and black jerseys and stuff. <laughs> They've also got one guy with them who's their mascot, and he just rides around in a big wasp costume. Yeah, and they call him they call him the Queen. And he's just like a he, like a huge guy with a he's the Queen. A big yeah, the big one. Hey, man, men yeah. can be queens too if they want. He's just there for moral support, right? And he uh, has a little banner and everything, and mm -hmm. he buzzes real loud during combat to give them moral support. <laughs> okay, if you want. 
Well, you can roll a history check to see what you know about Waspel. Do right. it, Tokus. This is all oh. you. That's that's another reroll. That's ooh ooh. Plus. I actually just got a natural twenty on my history. Did you? Check. That beats me. I, I rolled an eleven plus four. I got fifteen. So, all right. what do you know, Aslo, about the wasps? About Waspel? Okay, so twenty is your total, or uh, twenty? Let's see, history twenty-one. And now you're just showing off <laughs> <laughs> my giant plus one that I have. <laughs> You're showing off that you went to college. Ah, yes, it's true. You can add and all that fancy stuff. Waspel is not very militarily strong. They're kind of poor country overall. And the countryside is sparsely populated, with most of the people concentrated in and around the capital of Semit, which is at the southeast edge of the country. Not too far from where your camp is here. It would probably take a day and a half or so to get there. Uh. You know, the country is ruled by Lord Fryn, but aside from the capital, the roads are rarely patrolled, and people are mostly left to fend for themselves. Like, there'd be small groups of militias and such in the towns, and maybe a couple of local lords that help here and there, but there's really not much going on for defenses. Hmm. Hmm. And this river is the only thing that really separates the two countries, right? Separates them from Iron Fang? Yeah, it's a pretty good-sized river, guess i didn't say that when you were crossing it but it's like 700 feet across or so and gets Whoa, pretty deep one 700 thick river jeez is that like at its widest you should go on a diet that's probably about average mm-hmm. so wow. you could it's not moving quickly or anything so you could swim across it but it's not something that you could just put an army through yeah right you'd be at a disadvantage whoever's crossing if the other army is ready Mm-hmm. We must warn them. <laughs> we must, because I mean, if we're if we're gonna light this thing on fire, so to speak, don't you guys think that we'd have to rally the troops? Is they're gonna retaliate? I mean, yeah, I think we have two options here. We can either go try to find the bridge, and if it's made of wood, burn it down. If it's made of stone, I have no idea what we would do. Our other option is to go warn the Kingdom of Waspel and get their troops here so that they can take out the bridge. Yeah, so that was my question. Before we get to the bridge, did the did King Ormog mention who he got his information from? Did he say it was his own informants, his own spies, or some people from messengers from Waspel saying, help us where, you know, these orcs are gathering? Does Waspel know that the orcs are mustering? Let's see, the exact wording was, reports have arrived from the small kingdom of Waspel. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they were citizens of Waspel that said that, just that reports came from that direction. Well, I assume if they had been his people, he would have said, my informants have informed, my whatever, my spies have informed me that blah, blah, blah. If he says reports from Waspel, that leads me to believe Waspel knows. Hmm. Especially even if they're not militarily strong, they probably at least still have people around who would be able to keep a t- keep tabs on this sort of thing. Since it means their entire, you know, structure and uh, society is at risk if something like this happens. <clears throat> so, in terms of the bridge, I think it's much more likely that it's being built out of wood than out of stone, because the ladder takes a lot longer. Um, yeah. And all they, I mean, these are orcs, right? They don't have, you know, engineering at, 
in mind when they're ta- when they're talking about building a structure, right? They're trying to get something up so they can move the army over, and that's all they care about. They're taking over another country. They're not thinking about the way back. Yeah. Bloodlust. They might employ goblin engineers, though. Might not be orcish engineering. True. <laughs> True, which goblins would probably be... Mm, moderately decent at engineering because their intelligence is a little higher than orcs are. <laughs> but I still wouldn't bet on it being any kind of world-class construction. Well, I really want to role-play out these characters that we've made, but maybe the better tactical move is to report what we found. But it is an opportunity to pretend to be a couple of goblins and an orc mm-hmm. <laughs> if we go check out the bridge. Maybe we'll just grab a pickaxe and say, hey, you know. Right. Right. You hire in, like we can, <laughs> we can pitch in. I think what Jay is saying is it might actually be better tactically to go just hit the bridge because if it is made of wood, we just burn it down and that sets them back, you know, mm-hmm. probably weeks. Yeah. Right. Weeks, if not days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Aslo. Yes. For, first of all, we would need fire damage. Second of all, it would need to be long range. So, it kind of depends, uh, right? It depends on what sort of crew they have working on it, whether they're working around the clock, right? Uh, what their equipment is like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the night is young, right? Remember, it's like fall. It's like mid to late fall right now, so the days are ostensibly shorter if this world works the same way that ours does. So it got dark early, which <laughs> means that, Aslo, you've only been gone for 45 minutes. Uh, it's still probably, you know, not even anywhere close to midnight yet. We've got time. Let's go down to the river, sneak along, and see if we can check out this bridge, even just to get a look at it. Agreed. I'm in. Presumably the bridge would be somewhere on the opposite side of the camp. Are you going to swing around to the north or the south? Uh, back the way we came. So you make your way north, then east around the camp, continuing to see the large fires and activity. Not like bustling army activity, just, you know, small groups here and there moving around the camp. And as you get closer to the river, you see another fire away from the camp near the river's edge. Um, Mm. It's about a mile from the camp, close to straight east. Okay. Yeah, we'll head in that direction. Mm -hmm. So you get closer and you can see a campfire, which is just lighting up the edges of uh, wooden planks. They extend out into the water, and you can see a few dark silhouettes against the fire, both in front and behind. So there's one sort of main bonfire um, on our side of the river, and then just a few figures moving around it? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's stop and lay low and try to count them. Let's like get a, just observe the fire for a while and get a more accurate yeah. count of how many people. That's a good idea. How many things are around it. I'm going to make your rolls for you. In this case. Mm-hmm. It's a math roll, a counting roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Chavo. Remember what we talked about. One, <laughs> two orcs, <laughs> and our goblins half a point or a whole point. <laughs> Tokus counts four orcs and a goblin. Shaba counts five orcs and two goblins. Aslo counts six orcs. And two goblins. Because why are we? Why don't any of us know how to count? <laughs> it, you can't see all of them at once because they're just what? kind of going away and close to the fire. And so this is your best guess right now as to how many there are. Do we start arguing? The fire is not lighting them up enough to see them all at the same time, or they're not all around the. F- well, because some are coming in and out of range of the light, doing other things. Okay. And so you're not sure if it's the same ones coming in and out or if you're 
you know, counting the same ones twice or not. You don't know. All right. Um, let's how far away are we now? So to see that much detail, you're probably like 500 feet. All right. Let's just hang out here for a while longer and see if they're, are they like, are they working? Where is the fire in relation to the bridge? Or are they just kind of like done for the day and hanging out? It looks like at least one of them is by the fire standing guard. You can see others are carrying loads of materials back and forth, passing by the fire. And it looks like they're carrying materials towards the bridge from somewhere else. Uh, the fire is... It's only like 20 feet away from the edge of the bridge, but those that are carrying the materials go onto the bridge and out of sight before coming back. Okay, so the bridge is long enough that like we can't see the end of it in the firelight, or can we see it in the moonlight? Yeah, you can just see the beginning of it, like the first 10 feet or so. Wish we could make out what materials they're carrying, then we could determine whether or not fire is in the is the answer. No, he said it's wood. You did say that it's wooden? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure how wide the bridge is, though. Seems fairly wide. You can't see all of it in the light of the fire. Hmm. So there's roughly half a dozen, maybe eight or so people here. Some of them being goblins. Um, goblins are people, too. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Actually, that's debatable. But what do you think? Should we, uh, should we make a move? Actually, I'll ask you, Thane, does it look like they're, um, we've been sitting here for, what, probably like an hour, maybe two? Does it seem like they're getting ready to wrap up at all? Are they just, like, do they just look like they're cycling, just keeping going? You can hear, coming over the water and the hills and everything, you hear hits of hammers and such in the distance. Pretty far mm-hmm. away from where you are, though. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, full team is working, but it's just, like, hammering every once in a while and then... It stops for a couple minutes, and then a few minutes later, it starts up again, so it's off and on. So it's probably just a small group that's continuing to work. Yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. So if we're going to strike, this is, well, we want to strike in the night, it seems, the night shift. Yeah, this is probably our best best bet. Did we already determine the information we're going to share with the King Aslo? No. Well, so I've been thinking, so so Tokus has had some time to process that information that you shared with us, right? Yeah. Okay. So, we heard about the materials, did we not? The supplies? Uh, what were those numbers again? I, did, I didn't write down exact numbers, and Thane mentioned that they started talking about them, but he didn't say any specific numbers. I know, but Aslo's character would have heard the number of materials, would he not? Well, he said he started backing away when they got into the numbers and details. Ah, we need those numbers. <laughs> As I was thinking, we could kind of extrapolate, like, what's the average, you know, soldier or unit use, and then kind of reverse engineer the number of soldiers. Okay, well, he did say that two guards who were talking were saying that the supplies they brought in were just enough for this group for the next week. Mm. Okay, so it wasn't even for the entire army. Yeah, so this, I guess yeah. the supplies then are coming with the army. I think it's good that we figured out that the night crew is where we're going to strike Shaba, but we don't have the information we promised yet. Right. I think, Aslo, you've got to go in further. We've got to strike deeper mm-hmm. hmm. into the heart of the horde. Well, the the problem I encountered while I was in there is that I had no way to ask questions, right? Like, I, you know, unless I happen to hear people talking about the exact size of the army while exactly. I'm in their camp, right. there's no possible way for me to 
press for questions. Yeah, but um, they're going to be planning the night before the battle. I mean, they might be, but it's also a question of like get it being in the right place at the right time, knowing where the uh, leader's you know tent is. Actually exactly, being able to we got to get you to that tent. Well, what I'm saying is, instead of trying to do all that and just like basically taking a shot in the dark. Why don't we attack these guys and then take the last one hostage and interrogate him? Right. I think we'd have much higher chance of success doing that than take a literal shot in the dark. <laughs> basically, having a you know one in a hundred chance of me being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What gives us the right to kill innocent beings? Oh, and please! Interrogate you're getting them? moralistic now, really, really. <laughs> it's good that it's coming from you, Shaba. I reach over and slap Tokus across the face. <laughs> this is not the time to get all sentimental and care about people's lives. People's lives are at stake. <laughs> Come on, man. I guess I guess it's because I was wearing the costume. Was, I was kind of putting yourself in yeah, there, feeling too far in character. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, <laughs> you're in too deep, Tokus. Yeah. All right, let's let's interrogate one of the goblins. Though we'll kill all the rest. Okay. And say after wearing this paint all day long, your pores are getting really uncomfortably clogged. Oh, yeah. I love those clogged pores. And the fumes are making you high. <laughs> Probably not any fumes left at this point. Uh, Tokus, what is the range of your uh, Violapult? 120. 120. And as like- chromatic is Chromatic is 90. Okay. Oh, you have chromatic now. That's right. You have a diamond. I do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, as a, what's your crossbows range? Uh, short range, 80. Long, 320. Okay. Yeah, but don't so, fire arrows go out? I, we had this discussion just the other day. Yeah, no, no, no. no I'm, not ta- I'm not talking about fire arrows. I'm talking about regular attacking from a distance. Because we're out in the open. Right. There's no twisty tunnels to prevent us from doing a long-distance leapfrog attack and giving ourselves a couple of rounds before they get to us. Uh, okay, okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah, there's no need for us to charge into their territory. Right. We are well outside the firelight, but... Don't orcs and goblins have dark vision? They do, but it won't be as far as we will, will be. Are you proposing, Shaba, that I sneak to 120 feet within them, or should I wait till they come to us? I'm saying we set ourselves up the at the optimal range. We figure out what that is and set, our, set ourselves up at that point. <clears throat> and then if we each take a an attack and a move, then we can keep moving away half the distance that they are running toward us each turn, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, get, we'll buy ourselves a few rounds that way. So we're going to shoot and move, shoot and move. Right. Exactly. Rain down fire upon them. Yes, rain down fire. But I'm going to be the one that's closest to them. Well, we can stagger our attacks, too. Like, if my range is the furthest, which it is, it's 150 feet, I can attack first, then you can wait till they... You can hold your attack and trigger it for when they get into your range then fire and move back and we keep doing that so we're gonna kite them is what you're saying i don't know what that is sure i guess so kiting is a term from mmorpgs like world of warcraft okay for classes like hunter you shoot and then you run and then you shoot and then you run yes we're gonna perfect that's what you're proposing yes that's sissy stuff shaba i'm a a (laughs) fighter okay even though i don't like doing push-ups i still have my pride Oh, do you? Tokus takes a pride roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I got a seven in pride. All right. I, okay. See, I have pride too, but I also have my life, and I care far more about the latter. 
so I'm willing to use uh, surprise tactics because I know that's what the orcs would do if they were in our position. Does your do you outroll my seven, Java? Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> we, are, we are clamoring for leadership, even though Aslo runs the company. I don't really have to because if you don't want to do my plan, then we're not going to do it because it has to be unanimous. We all have to be part of it in order for it to work. It's a great plan. Sean thinks this is a great plan. Okay, Tokus does not. Okay. Either that or Tokus, you can just run in by yourself and soften them up for us. Yeah, there you go. And then die. And go be tanky and soften them up while we <laughs> sit out here and take shots. You can, uh, you can delay their approach, right? So they'll come up and start whacking on you. That way they won't get to us. Hmm. I think your plan's fine from a tactical perspective, but it's just... My plan is the, it's the, literally the best plan from a tactical perspective. There is no better plan than mine in this, in this All situation. Right. It is the best. So All right, what, I, what subpar plan do you have to propose right now? All right, I, I fail my persuasion check on purpose. <laughs> All right, Shaba, when you put it that way, and I fail my persuasion check. <laughs> All right, we prep for battle then. Yep. Okay, so how do you position yourselves? So, awesomely. Yes, the best way. Uh, so we are outside of their purview. We are further away than they can see with their dark vision. Do they have dark vision 60 feet or 120 feet? You probably don't know that. You know they can see in the dark. But probably 60 feet. Yeah, probably 60. Well, okay, hang on a second. Logistically, for some of our newer D&Ders, folks like me, stealthed or unengaged ranged preemptive attack, right? When do we go into initiative? Uh, we would get a surprise round, I believe. Yeah. And, and then so they we'd would... start with initiative immediately. It's just that you would all get to go once first. Right. But since we are literally in the dark and shooting into the light, they wouldn't necessarily know where we were. They wouldn't be able to see us until they... They would have to be... So if we wait until those workers pass by the firelight and then shoot the ones that we can see, then they're going to get hit with arrows and they'll be able to tell the general direction, but they won't actually be able to see us without taking their stuff and running into the darkness, <laughs> which to them is not as dark, but it's still... It's, it's the unknown, right? They're going to leave the firelight to run into the unknown. <clears throat> and that's where we, we have our advantage. I'm with you. So we have all this time to plan this out, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And we and once so do we once pick a we, focus target. Yeah, once we begin shooting, they'll they'll have you know however long of disarray and not knowing where things are, what's happening, and that way we'll be able to capitalize and hopefully give them do some damage before they close the distance. And I would say if there's like a copse of trees nearby or like a hill that we can perch on top of, uh, I would say take take a position like that to give us a little bit of extra advantage. Mm -hmm. You're down close to the water's edge here, so there's not much yeah, to speak of for hills. A whole and okay. I already said there's no trees in this area. Well, okay. we just want to make sure that the water isn't at our back, that we right. choose an exit that's going to give us... Yeah, exactly. We're not going to do anything blatantly dumb that's going to come back and bite us. We have the advantage of time <laughs> Well, this is choice. us we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we can't make the rolls perfect, Aslo. That's probably where Brian... Right. I mean, we, we have to go with Thane's perception of the terrain. and like, So that's why it's important to state that up front, that we're not going to like back ourselves into a corner on purpose. Yeah, which is, so the river yeah. runs fairly straight here, north to south. It would be pretty hard to back yourself up to it. Okay. Since their fire is right next to the river. Okay. All right. So since there's no trees, should we get like parallel to the river so that we're sort of beside it as well? 
so that we can kind of make sure we've got, I don't know, is it better to be in open ground or with the river to one side of us? Well, I, th- I would say open ground, but here's <clears throat> another thing to consider is if it's possible for us to um, start shooting at them, draw them toward us, and then circle around, even if we can't defeat them in combat, we can get close enough to the fire that we start picking up logs that are on fire and tossing them onto the bridge to burn the bridge down. Um, If we're going to burn the bridge, why don't I just pop it from a distance? Well, see, that's the thing. I would rather not worry about the fire until we've dealt with them. Right? It's best... We're going to use the snowball method here, right? We take care of the largest problem first. No, that's not the snowball method. That's the opposite of the snowball method. We're going to take care of our (laughs) biggest problem first, which is killing them all, and then we're going to move down to the smaller problem, rather than dividing our attentions, right? Okay. Well, I thought we were trying to hit all the stones with one bird. (laughs) Yes, we do want it. We do. (laughs) I thought that the plan was Analogies may not be our strong suit. But we can sure <laughs> attack some orcs. Yeah. So we take care of them first because they're a danger. The fire, but is, not all of them. The fu- no, all of them. The fire is not a danger. Well, I thought to we us. were going to interrogate somebody. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. That we'll leave somebody no, alive. <laughs> but okay. Well, we need to pick out. So which one looks like the smartest? It, it doesn't matter. Whichever is the last one to lose all its hit points is the the one that we take. You know, <laughs> we don't because they're moving by the fire. We don't really have the luxury of saying, "Oh, like let's get Fred and." I think we should pick someone that's not a, a worker. The workers probably don't know much about the military stuffs. But they're all. Why don't we take a fighter? They're all workers, and also we took us. We can't even count them straight. We we disagree about how many there <laughs> yeah, are. We, we can't really. T- we can't really give them names and call them out. Yeah, but aren't the builders like the equivalent of slaves? Yeah, in their society, <laughs> basically. But again, they're all builders. Why would they know so. about what's going on tactically? <laughs> They're just the one that gets kicked around and used as a Q-tip. <laughs> because they all came here for a reason, right? They have to know that the operation that they're involved in has a chance of success. So how do you know that? Oh, Gromnash, the warlord, is getting, whatever, 10,000 orcs to his side. You should come, too. It's going to be great. They're going to have a bunch of us, you know? <laughs> Grognar chooses you or wants you <laughs> to join. Exactly. The, he's got, like, that hat. Yeah, the, that's how... Pro- that. The, that's how this sort of propaganda spreads, right? Like, these orcs are not mm. getting paid. They're stepping out of whatever lives they had to, uh, to, join a to rally around this cause, Gory. right? Yeah. yeah. Glor- gory glory. Yeah, so they've, gory all, glory. they've all heard the propaganda. <laughs> they all know that this is a big deal. And they're even from the lowest, whatever, grunt down the, the ladder. All right, Shaba, you made your point. We're going to go along with your plan. We're going to go along with your interrogation. But Tokus isn't going to like it. <laughs> Tokus <laughs> never likes doing the plain and simple thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last tactical question. If it seems like we are getting defeated, uh, is it more of a priority to run away or burn the bridge down? Um, it depends on how many are left when we're getting defeated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At that point, we will stop, have a five-minute conversation, yes. and then decide from there. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I could probably run in there and pop off a firebolt. I'm pretty tanky, especially if I false-lifed and shielded. Mm -hmm. So, worst-case scenario, you guys could live and I'll sacrifice myself for the kingdom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Use the ejector seat. Uh, Okay. Um, So, Asla, you said your crossbow's what range? Uh, 80 short range, 320 long range. Okay. And we definitely want to try to get you in short range because long range is a bear. That's disadvantage yeah what are your two ranges for your weapons uh, i'm 150 and tokus is 120 
90 and 120. Right. 90, 120. Okay. 120 for my cantrip, 90 for my, my one-off. All right. Let's just start at maybe one uh, 120 or 150 then, and mm-hmm. then, you know, we'll start at disadvantage, and then as they get closer, we'll just get better. Okay. And so, uh, Thane, you said that the pile, we could see the pile of supplies, right? The su- supply wood in the firelight. So it's fairly close to where the... You can see some of the supplies, yeah. It looks like it probably extends into the darkness. Okay, and are all the people moving through the fire generally going in the same direction? Like, they're like little lines of, again, a Warcraft 2 reference, uh, <laughs> a Warcraft reference. They're just going back and forth. They're the peons going... Jobstone. yeah. Oh, to the, to the gold mine? Yeah, and back right. and forth. Except to the wood pile. Kind of. Hmm. They're carrying supplies from the campsite of the fire to... The bridge side. Okay. And then walking back. So it's all taking place in a relatively small area then. They're not like going way out somewhere in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Okay. You don't know how far down the bridge they're going, which is part of the difficulty in counting them. We could time the first shot for when they're out of sight. I think we're suffering almost from a little (laughs) over-planning. It looks like when they're going to pick up the supplies, they're not going much farther than the edge of the firelight. Okay. Like another 10 or 20 seconds past that at most. Okay. Okay. All right. So then let's uh, keep the river to our, what would it be, to our right? River's on your left, because you're looking south. Because we're looking south, right. the okay. east. So basically, right. <laughs> yeah, so basically we will pick, we will pick targets uh, who are moving through the firelight, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's try and hit them while they're in the firelight. Okay. Um, as for the terrain, one last little bit, right next to the river... Like those final 10 or 15 feet or so is kind of muddy and slick and like the water would rise up to there during some times. So mm-hmm. it's... Mm. So the, por- the part where like the bridge starts, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And so depending on how close you were to the river, that might influence something at some point. Gotcha. So let's distance ourselves a little bit from the mud then. Okay. And give ourselves like 20 or 30 feet from where, where it starts getting muddy. Okay. And then let's move up to let's move up to 120. Sorry, Aslo, you'll be at disadvantage for the first maybe shot or so, but at least Tokus and I will have I think 80 feet maybe a bit too close because we won't be able to move back as swiftly. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Oh, dude. Oh my gosh. What an okay. This is a major oversight, Aslo. You get invisible. You circle around <laughs> and shoot at them from a different angle. Then it'll seem to them They won't know which way to go It'll seem to them like there's more of us than there are Couldn't you also have Stripey Kind of like Howling from another direction Oh no that would be a bad idea They just kill Stripey (laughs) Well the only issue there is What if a bunch of them come up And fight me by myself Uh, Well I mean that is the thing But you'll be invisible So they won't really know How to fight you Once I attack or cast a spell uh, My invisibility ends Right Hmm Okay, yep. never mind. Forget that. S- scratch that plan. We're going back to plan <laughs> A, which is us all together. All right. All right. 120 feet, and we'll start attacking. Uh, you may fire when ready, Admiral. Okay, well, everyone roll your initiatives first. Okay. And then can get everything ordered. Okay. That's an 18 for Aslo. 18 for Shaba. Eight. Okay, and Stripey. Stripey. Uh, five. Hold on, let me pull up. Uh, actually, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first between Aslo and Shaba? 
Uh, we're we're still in su- surprise round, right? So we can just go yeah. whenever and then go into initiative after. I think he's just saying moving forward. Yeah. Shabo, why don't you go first either way? Okay, so there's one guard standing in the firelight and the other's workers are just moving back and forth through it. Correct. So question is, should I take my first shot at the guard or target one of the workers? Yeah, let's take out guards first, I think. Okay. And are you firing when there's a worker... In sight? No, I'll wait till a worker goes, till there, there's no workers in, that I can see in the firelight. Okay. All right, and I will take my shot at the guard. Um, that is a 13. That hits. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I was Huzzah! Uh, All right. That's the thane it barely hits sound. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to mark the guard taking a risk because if he doesn't die then I won't be able to mark anybody else uh, but that is uh, 9 no sorry 11 damage that's not enough so before I say what happens I want Aslo to fire too okay oh wow uh, so I got a 19 and a 20 on my two oh. dice oh, so. sweet <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah yep Wow. That would be for uh, seven damage. Wait, sorry. Five damage. I mean, Tokus gets to go too, right? Because this is still the surprise round. Uh, yeah, Tokus, you can go too. 19 with a... I'm, I'm firing a fireball. Okay, well, hit. Damages. Damages. Three points. So 11, 5, and 3, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, that's the, oh, it's exactly oh, enough damage, face. Is it exactly <laughs> enough? Is it exactly enough? <laughs> Not exactly. Ugh. So, uh, <laughs> you make three shots out of the darkness <laughs> as the arrow, crossbow, bolt, and fire strike the orc three times. He <laughs> staggers back a little bit, looks down. <laughs> <laughs> And you see he's barely staying up And he shouts We're under attack And only Aslo can understand him of course And then he reaches back And grabs his sword And scans the darkness briefly Before just charging forward In your general direction 